Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to freeze. Wait. Not a game. Not not the game that I go out there and, and die for. Welcome to the Points in the Paint podcast, Stadium's NBA podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. I am Zach Badgerhouse, always in the house. And Dougie Fresh is in the house, too. Dougie Fresh is on the mic. You know, we got Dougie. We got Doug Watley and Mike. Yeah, we got Dougie. He's moved up in the world. Who would have thought? Look at that. Look at that. He's talking. (laughs) Who's that voice? No one would have thought. Doug's on the pod. We love it. He's going to be chirping. I'm, I'm excited. I am, um, too. Make sure you tell the people where we get the podcast. Anywhere. Anywhere you get the podcast. Stitcher, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter at Points Paint. You can see our lovely faces with some video clips. Uh, we're, at, we're everywhere you can find your pod. Anywhere you find tweets. Anywhere you find videos. We are all over the place because, Zach, we are talking uh, conference finals. And uh, they might be over soon. We might be talking about the finals pretty soon because yeah. these are going to be some quick conference final series. Maybe. We, it all depends. We'll see what happens. In this final week, a lot of people are calling it quits already. They're yeah. throwing in the towel for both of these teams You're that, not. We're, that we're speaking of in terms of the Lakers and the Celtics, both teams that I predicted to go to the NBA Finals, Lakers-Celtics, and they both are out here just selling the bag, just blowing the bag away, just whoosh, you know, just, just, <laughs> whoosh. just giving out all the dollars. You know, you're taking these teams, but let's just dive right into it. Yeah, man. OBT, one big thing is just the non-competitive NBA Conference finals. Yep. You've got uh, the Nuggets up 3 0. You've got the Heat up 3 0. It's rough. It's rough in the streets for the Lakers and the Celtics, two staple NBA teams, Zach. They seemingly can't get it together. It was really exciting that they made the conference finals. The NBA, I'm sure, was excited they might get a Lakers, Celtics, NBA finals. Still possible. It's still possible, but it's not probable. It's a 5% chance, probably, on. Is that mathematical sides. or is that just what you think? That's just what I think. There's probably a five. It's <laughs> probably less. The, the Lakers probably may win their desperation game four out of desperation only to go probably lose in Denver. So maybe not get swept on your home floor is sure. what it may look like for them. And then like Boston, they started the series at home and yeah. lost the first two games at home. And they did. They go on a road. They come out firing a little bit midway through the first, and then after that, it kind of just dials down, and then you got Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson all of a sudden, and who's the other guy, the third guy? They're great. They're Uh, unbelievable basketball (laughs) players. I don't know what you're saying. undrafted, unknown dudes just come out here and just play lights out. Oh, Caleb Martin. Shout out to J. Cole. Did you hear that story? J. Cole made sure Caleb Martin got on a roster. Really? And you fast forward, and now he's a pivotal piece in the playoffs. It's <laughs> ridiculous. The, the team is really made up of just some insane pieces. If you told me you're going to have a team with Kevin Love, Gabe Benson, Kyle Lowry, an injured Tyler Hero, and that team's going to be making the NBA Finals, I would have called you crazy. And I would have called you crazy. And they're on the brinks of literally going as an eighth seed, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, led by Jimmy Butler. Bam Adebayo has also stepped up. It's just been a lot. of This team has done a complete 180. I don't yes. care what no one says. Like, 
this is not the same team that we saw all NBA regular season. This is not the same Miami team that Zach just clowned all season long. No, nope. it's, it's not. You look at the shooting percentage. I showed Doug this morning, like every pivotal starter or every player in the rotation for the Miami Heat has elevated their shooting from the regular season. Uh, yeah, every one player. Of them, they somehow shoot their three-point shooters now. Zach, that's all they are. They hit three-point shots. They went from 27. Abe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Kevin Love. To number one in the playoffs. They went from 27th in the regular season to number one in the playoffs in terms of three-point shooting. I hate it so you much. You hate it? I hate it so much. This team much. is just kind of coasting its way through the regular season. I don't like that. Maybe this is the new strategy teams do. They're like, ah, we get the seventh or eighth seed, whatever. That's we'll fine. Get we'll get in the play-in. Like, that's, that's a lot. Change to, up the strategy. That's a lot to to withhold. You want to, first of all, you got to make the play-in. That's a do-or-die yeah. situation. Yep. Then you're playing, if you're eighth or seventh, you're playing the number one or number two seed. Like, that's a lot to it's sustain. a lot to go right. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know how much of a strategy that truly may be. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Coach Bolster, though. Eric Bolster, man, he he's is running doing... laps around Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's game planning like the best of them. He's making amazing halftime adjustments. He's getting his team prepared. The strategy that he went into against the Celtics has worked to a T. They're being aggressive on the perimeter. They're very active with their hands. They're stripping the ball from Tatum. Tatum's averaging almost five turnovers a game. Regular season, it was like two and a half. I mean, Tatum is struggling with this Miami defense. It's because the entire defense is focused on him. And seemingly what Eric's supposed to strategy is you cut off Jason Tatum, you cut off the Celtics. And seemingly it's working. It's kind of sad because you would expect Joe Missoula. I mean, I feel like Joe Missoula is in this situation that Steve Nash was in where he has two highly talented players. Mm-hmm. But he can't figure out how to get guys open or put them in a better situation, a better scoring matchup, whether it's a switch, whether it's a screen, whether it's a pin down, yep. whatever scenario may it may be, they're not getting that. And granted, also, I will say this. You watch this game. Some of these guys, it's a make, it's a make or miss league. It is. And some of these guys are just flat out missing shots, missing wide open shots. Like, And then on the flip side, you got Miami Heat making some of the heaviest contested shots, knowing yeah. the man. And we're going to get to that other team out west who – refuses to miss any shots in Denver. We're going to get to that, too. But just like Jamal, it's been time and time again yeah. in this Celtic series where it's just like they can't find a basket because the ball just won't go in for them. I saw Brown wide open a few times. They airball. Just let out miss, miss shots. How many shots did they airball in game three? That's true. More than two or three. That's more than you want to airball. And then you don't want to go scoreless in the fourth quarter or three straight playoff games. Jason yeah. Tatum. Yeah, what's what's wrong with that? He used four. all his scoring in, in game seven? Uh, probably for that 50, for that 50 51 against Philly. Yeah, that's and, it. And Yeah, you fast forward. It's been pretty rough offensively, especially three-point shooting there. One for 14 in that last game between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Oh my the God. Jays got to do better. Yeah, Ooh, they, they really do have to that. do better. Uh, we can move on because we're going to talk a little bit more about the Celtics, but let's talk about the Nuggets. As you talked about, they're hitting every shot under the sun. Jamal Murray is getting the power of God and is just going off whenever he wants to go off. They lead that series 3 nothing over the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of people thought Lakers may win back at home in game three. Nope. Not not the case. Nuggets came off. You say that with such a smile on your face. I love the Nuggets, dude. It's, it's, I love the Nuggets. And I've loved the Nuggets for it's years. It's heartbreaking. It's great. It's it's so fun to see. And I, I would love it to see LeBron in the finals. I thought that would have been great to see the Lakers in another finals that wasn't the bubble. But they got to try harder. They got they got to game plan better. They got to stop Jamal better. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that they have to be doing better. But sometimes, like you said, it's a make-and-miss league. 
Nuggets are making their shots, and they're making some ridiculous ones. Some making ridiculous shots. Jamal Murray in, what, not the game. No, the home game. So game two. 23 points in the fourth quarter. Ridiculous. 23, it, I think it, it was. He had a step back shot over AD for three. And it was heavily contested. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, there's no answer for guys if they're making shots like that. Michael Porter Jr., a lot of people are surprised by him. I'm not. He's making the shots he's supposed to make. The knocking down the threes. Finally. Got a, got finally. A, got a career high in assists, six assists. He's dishing a ball out. Now, Nikola Jokic looks like a normal big man right now. As as of right now. He's putting up non-triple you know, doubles. Yeah. Ever since the first game, game one, he's looked like just normal, like a normal player. But he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be special because Jamal has been yeah. very and Michael special. Porter. Yeah, and Michael Porter has stepped up. Bruce Brown has contributed with his thirteen to seventeen points of contest. Aaron Gordon's defense. Aaron Gordon's defense. On the flip side, I do want to at least acknowledge this, Ben. I do want to at least say this, Darvin Ham. You are yes, you are a rookie coach. Joe Mazzula, yes, you you are a rookie coach. So yes, it does look like Mike Malone is running laps, and <laughs> Joe Mazzula, you're getting laps ran through you as well with Spolster and his yep. adjustments throughout the game. But I think they just need to be better with the Lakers in terms of rotation. I don't want to see Dennis Schroeder play more than 20 minutes, which I know he probably will, Doug. He probably will play like 32 minutes, but I need Dennis Schroeder to not play 20 minutes. I need Vander- Vanderbilt to start the game from scratch guarding my man's Jamal Murray. And I like Jamal, but I can't like him right now. No, I like Bam Adebayo. But I can't like him right now for Miami. Why? Because he played with Jimmy. And I ain't rolling You're with You're not Jimmy. a Jimmy guy. And Jamal rolling with the Dewey son. Yes. I, I, can't really roll, I can't rock with the Dewey oh, son. Oh, that's gotta, hurtful. Because I got to hurt with, you know, 21. Joel. Sorry that he's going to have to win a title. He's going to have to win a title. I he's going to be finals MVP. I hope not. He's going to take that thing back to Eastern Europe. It's going to be great. going to go party in the back, clubs. LA. Just come back. It's probably going to ride a donkey happen. with the NBA finals trophy. Like, that is cool. Come on. That's, that's going to be so fun. Corny. That's going to be fun. Super lame. You in the back. Well, yeah, it's going to be great. Got the Yoko brothers talking trash uh, in L.A. Like to <laughs> yeah. Jack Nicholson. It's just. A disrespect, man. I love it. And then not even to mention Mike Malone. I got to say this, too. One more thing. With Mike Malone, he's out here talking trash in the post game. Talking about <laughs> putting it in your I pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Like, I, this energy the Nuggets have right now, I just don't like it. But they have every right to do that because they're playing lights out, shooting amazing from the field, shooting amazing from the three-point line. Lakers aren't coming through. And Brian out here shooting 15%. Yeah, that's a little bit rough. Let's go to the big questions because we can still talk about these teams. There's still some big questions, even as these series look <sighs> like they might be coming to a tail end. Yeah. Uh, let's start down in South Beach with the Miami Heat. Big question for the Heat, Zach, as we revisit this because I think this is this the third, the straight third week time we've had this question. Do you now believe in the Miami Heat, Zach Badger House? Because week one, three weeks ago, you did not. Week two, you start to say, all right, maybe I should start oh, believing them. But let's God. see how they play against a good Celtics team. We are now at the end of May. They're up 3 nothing on the Celtics, knocking on the door of the NBA Finals. Do you still believe in the Miami Heat? Or do you now believe in the Miami Heat? After just being their number one hater, I I'm just gonna I'm gonna die on that sword. Yes. I'm going to die on that sword and just flat out. I'm never gonna. You're not believe, gonna believe. believe in this team. Just die on that sword. You know the little meme that Katie no used sense. to put up with all the swords at the cartoon. <laughs> like that's how I'm feeling right now. They're I gonna just, be doing their NBA Finals victory parade after beating the Nuggets, and you're gonna be like, I still don't believe it. I still it don't believe that. in this Heat culture. What? I don't even know what that is. No, but <laughs> it's. I think it's more so about Boston 
losing than it is Miami winning. Is How it? would you assess it? Like, would you when you watch these games, wouldn't you say Boston's really blowing it more so than Miami's taking it to them? Like, I would maybe if this was if we're talking after game one, maybe even a little after game two, I would have said Boston's blowing this thing. They're just not playing well. They play a little better, maybe they'll win. After game three, I this is Miami. This is who the team is. They prepped well. They strategized well. They attacked the weaknesses of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics have no response. The no response thing, I think you could say, is the fault of the Celtics. But this is the Miami Heat series. This is Eric Spolstra's coaching to a T. He knows exactly how to strategize against his opponents. They go on the road and they win. They come home and they win. And not only that, they win without Jimmy Butler. He had, what, 16 points in game three? The role players were the reason they beat the Celtics. It wasn't a Jimmy Butler game. It wasn't 40 points from Jimmy Butler. It wasn't him taking over in the fourth quarter. This was guys like Gabe Vincent going off. This was guys like Kyle Lowry helping out run the offense. Duncan Robinson taking it to the basket, laying up like an athletic player. Caleb Martin hitting three. So this was a game where Jimmy Butler didn't really have to do much, it was the rest of the Miami Heat, which tells me this is this is a complete team. This is a legit team. Oh, my God. They did it without Jimmy's help. They did it by themselves. This is so And they painful. ran rings around the Celtics. So painful. That's all it is. Doug, let me tell you, this weekend was like being strapped to a chair <laughs> in a thriller movie and just watching something that you just that's just gruesome and just brutal. You just never want to see, and it's just happening. Over and over. And it's like replaying over yeah. and over and over. But it's two different games. It's like the Clockwork Ooh, Orange meme. It's four different teams, two different like games. That. But it's like watching the same thing over and over again, just on repeat. And you're losing your mind because you can't get up because you're strapped to the chair. Like, that's True. how I felt watching the Celtics. And that's how I felt watching the Lakers yeah. in these conference finals. Doug, what well, we got to hear. Is it, is it the Celtics winning this series? Or is it is the Celtics losing the series or the Heat winning this series? I think it's the Heat more so, but you hit it on the head. The Celtics giving up Game Three, they lay down, and yeah, and if they, they do did. that, then you got a point. But and you talk about all the role players on Miami. I told Zach this earlier. Cody Zeller is the highest drafted yeah, this is crazy. player on the <laughs> uh, you. Heat in this rotation. Uh, you. I love it. I love it. When Cody Zeller's doing, he Jalen Brown got. Like ankle broken by Cody Zeller, he got to retire. He got to retire. Cody Zeller put him on his butt. Oh my god! On the baseline. Cody Zeller, he's forty years old. But that's what I'm saying. Is it really? Who is it more so about? I think it's more so about Boston just falling apart. They yeah. really fought, fell apart. Like you heard it in the post game from Joe Mazzula. Like it just sounds like a disconnect. And they extended him too, so that's going to be interesting. They did. And so that that's, plagues the next question. Look at, look at you transitioning. Segue. You know what I'm saying? I should. Did the Celtics bring Joe Mazzula back, Ben, after this season? You know what I'm saying? They resigned. They extended him in February after Ime Udoka's situation. You look at it now, like, it looked like a smart hire. Remember, we talked about it. He had the best, one of the best offenses regular season. Yeah, like historically of all time. And you fast forward now. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. But they're on the brink of being swept. Yes. On the brink of being swept. Lost the first two games of this playoff series at home. Yeah. Joe and I see and they lost the game against the 76ers, too, that they could have put them away early in the series. You know, it's 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 not it? great looking for Joe. And okay. th- this was kind of the topic that we that was on Twitter all second half of the game because it was a blowout. And everyone's saying, got to fire Joe Missoula. And then you had people on Twitter saying, why are you blaming Joe Missoula? These guys aren't making shots. 
So it's give and take, right? So which part part of that is that, right? I hate to be the both sides guy for something like this, but in a situation like this, the coaching was horrible, and he admitted it after the game. He said, I didn't prep my guys. We didn't prepare for this. This We didn't do well. well. It's terrible. But again, it's a make or miss league. Yep. Tatum's got to make his shots. Brown does too. He got wide open shots in the corner. You got to knock him down. Yeah, and he looked timid at times in game three. He looked passive. To some extent, Marcus Smart's got him shots. Like he yeah. was going at those guys. Yep. Like you said, you said Zeller put Jalen Brown on on his butt. Yeah. Well, Bam had a spin move to the basket for a nice tomahawk jam. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, couple alleys. Like there was the the make or miss part of this. They're not playing well. Like individually, the Celtics are not playing. It's well. It's not ISO ball. As a group, they're clearly not prepared, and that's on Missoula. They clearly aren't even like mentally ready for it's the adjustments. A, a game like too. This. It's like okay. You see a lot of man, but you know Spo likes to mix it up, so he'll go zone. So he may put three two. He may go one three one. He yeah. he may switch it up. Boxing one may come out of there. Sometimes you never know with Spo. So it's like you have to game plan for the game plan. What major adjustments <laughs> have you seen Missoula yeah. make? It hasn't really been very None. many. No, you know, fairness to on the other side, the Nuggets side, right? Like who's going to win that Western Conference Finals? We'll get to that, but that's a tough question for the same person with Darvin Ham. Yeah, first right. year coach. I think the Darvin Ham situation is a little different because I, I know he's a freshman coach, but on teams with LeBron, I'm always a little weary to blame mm. the coach first because it's LeBron. I mean, he's he's the closest thing we have to a player coach in that, this day and age. That's I mean, true. This is this is his team. This is his guys. They're gonna listen to LeBron before they listen to Darvin, to Darvin Ham. <laughs> you would be stupid not to. So. Right. I'm a little less blaming him, and I think there are personnel decisions he can make, matchup situations that he could make for sure that he hasn't that that would make this team better. But for Missoula, you know, you, you have a young superstar core. They're in their mid twenties. This is yep. he should be the guy that makes this game plan. The I don't know the contract extension probably seemed a little premature, and I think the reason they were so good in the regular season is because it is regular season NBA basketball. Just, they mean? just out-talented these other okay, teams. Okay. They out-talented them. And, and you have teams you know, coming off back-to-backs. You have teams on a stretch of three games and five nights that maybe don't fully prepare for a team like the Celtics. So they see the Celtics, they see them playing well, chalk it up as a loss before they even play them. So the Celtics played really well during the regular season. Playoffs, completely different animal. And because Missoula's a first-year coach, maybe he didn't fully know what to expect or know how to prepare for that. So you could give him the benefit of the doubt that way, but... He's getting he's getting run around in circles by, oh, yeah. by a much Adrian, more experienced you know, head coach. It's not a good look. You know the Adrian Bronner meme. I'm getting cooked. Yeah, he's getting cooked. He's, that, that's what it is. And do you fire a guy because of a bad series like this with a really young core that still has a lot of potential? Probably not. But but you wouldn't be surprised is what it sounds like. I wouldn't like be too. surprised. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics are like, well, we brought you in. We thought you were better. You were all you were a replacement anyway. We're gonna get rid of you. Like I, I could totally see him doing that. I don't think they will. But it's it's tough not to overreact to a situation like this because this is bad. This is a historic loss. Twenty five points in the playoffs in to the an playoffs, eight seed. To an eight seed, first That's time historic. ever, and it was first time ever. That's rough. So, uh, Denver, big question. Yeah. So if the Lakers lose, mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna hate it so much. Yep. If the Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets, yeah, who will become the Western Conference Finals MVP? Gotta be it's Jamal. A, gotta be Jamal. Gotta be Jamal. You know, Dougie, I wasn't expecting that answer. I'll be, be quite honest with you. I knew I just thought he's gonna roll with his Michelin man. Western Conference semis. Joey son. Jokic. Okay. Fine. I mean, this has been Murray. They don't win 
game two without him. They don't win game two or three, honestly, without okay, Jamal Murray. I was hoping you would have said three, too, because yeah. I know Jokic came alive a little bit in that he fourth did, quarter. But that first three. half from Jamal was stupid good. They they don't win game two or three without Jamal. It's got to be Jamal. You know how many points the backcourt for the Los Angeles Lakers combined for in that game? Was it like under 20? <laughs> Keep going. No, under Keep, 15? Keep going. Under 10? Bro, it no. was legit eight points. <laughs> Between D'Angelo Russell, that's not good, and Dennis Schroeder, not good. Especially out of D'Lo, I can't. Come that's on, a, man, that's not good. I need seventeen. He was so good minimum. in the last series too. Definitely was a lights out shooter in the last series. You fast forward this series, he's nowhere to be found. Like, where are you, sir? Dennis Schroeder, I don't know if you're trying to quote unquote focus your attention on defense yeah. to guard Jamal Murray, but it ain't cutting it. It's not working. It is clearly. perfect. Perfect transition. <laughs> we go to the Lakers. Big question. Where do they upgrade? <laughs> they need to upgrade. Clearly point guard. Clearly the point guard <laughs> position. And I think they need depth in the, on the big man tip. You think about the bubble. Well, I think one of the main reasons why the Lakers were able to beat the Denver Nuggets back then was because they had the depth of like a guy like a Dwight Howard. Now, say what you want about Dwight Howard, but he was so serviceable in that championship run for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's not even funny, especially with the front court. You got to have bodies to be big enough bodies to be able to throw at a Nikola Jokic, bro. You see how big yeah. this dude is. You see what he's able to do from free throw line all the way down to the paint. He'll just turn his back. Bullying AD. And whichever way you want to go, east or west, we're going to yeah. go that way. So it's just like you got to have some depth so you're not in foul trouble from Anthony Davis or so Anthony Davis can be able to do multiple things on both sides of the floor and not have to hone in on one, one area versus another. I mean, he's still playing relatively decent. Anthony Davis, but outside of that 40-point game, it's been just like regular degular AD. Yep, he's got to play better. He really does. Uh, should we go on Word uh, word on the Street? Yeah. See what the folks are talking about on, on the street, on Twitter, wherever it is. Um, of course, got to mention the NBA Draft Lottery. Congratulations, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, look at the Spurs. Greg Popovich, out of possible retirement, he's back. He's back. Yeah, I think that's funny. Greg P's I, I back. I think he's going to at least stay at Coach least Pop. two seasons to coach Victor Wimbayama. I mean, I know I would have oh, that yeah. opportunity. You got a dude that's seven foot four. So he's taller than Rudy Gobert. He has a handle with a shot that's kind of similar to Kevin Durant. And he's active and mobile like a Giannis. This dude is an alien. Yeah. <laughs> like LeBron said, Victor Wimbayama is an alien. So he's probably gonna be number one overall pick. Put all your chips in where you where you may. Victor, yeah. And it's gonna be Rick for Vic is over. You're gonna have to build a team around him. And if you're going to have a team that's going to build up a guy who uh, has a lot of potential, it's going to be Spurs. It's going to be Spurs. Of course it had to be the Spurs. It has to the be. The French connection. Yeah, you got <laughs> apparently, too, you got Manu, you got uh, Tim Duncan, and you got Tony Parker all coming in to teach him, coach him, help out. Boris with Dio, Vic. I think he's on the Yeah, Boris, oh, Boris Dio. He's going to teach him about some yeah, wine. What a name, right? Vic's going to become like a wine connoisseur because of Boris Dio. And I, it's going to be great. You know, you're bringing in, you're bringing the band. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Boris Dio. It's going to be great. You're going to have Victor with some big post moves because of Boris. Like it's, they're bringing the band back together to help out this guy. Sky's the limit. Sky's going to be Sky's limited the limit. dude without question. It's going to be great. Uh, let's see what else. Today, Mello. Yeah. Finally retired. Stay you know, Mello. 19 seasons. I thought he was retired, kind of. Don't do that. I kind of thought he was retired. come back and play tonight if you want yeah, to. Suit up well. for the Lakers tonight. <laughs> Shoot some of them baseline threes because they can use it, I promise you. But Score yeah. more points than D'Lo. Yeah, Carmelo had a fantastic career. He was Hall on the Bulls Famer. for a hot second. 
He was? He was on the, on the Bulls. Didn't play a game, but he was on the Bulls for a couple days. Remember that? I know he was on the Atlanta yeah. Hawks for a couple days and didn't play. He, he was on the jersey. Bulls for a couple days. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks tweeted out his jersey. So make sure you see that. Go check that out on Twitter. They tweeted out his jersey for his one-day contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he was, uh, I think he was part of like some weird trade and they released him. Melo? Um, yeah, but Chicago what, Bulls. what a career he had, honestly. Oh, yeah, 22 point per game, six rebounds. Ten-time All-Star, college champion at Syracuse as a freshman. Definitely will be a Hall of Famer. No questions asked about that. And just an all-around bucket getter. Yeah, he was on the Bulls for uh, 10 days. That's crazy. January 22nd, 2019 to February 1st, 2019. What a career on the Bulls, honestly. (laughs) Didn't miss a shot. (laughs) Didn't make one Didn't miss a shot. That's all right. He just didn't miss one, though. Listen, Melo was great. He was part of, you know, that kind of like that old core of guys we grew up watching with Melo and LeBron yeah. and Wade D-Wade, and, uh, and yep. all Kirk Heinrich, you know, First, all those guys, yep. the big four, all those guys. 2003 like, class. Yep. Yeah, That's 2003 class. class. He did want to throw in Kirk Heinrich. Yeah, throw in Kirk Heinrich. He was a big guy. He was a big guy. part of that draft class, you know. He was just as good as anyone else. But he was great. He was fun. He was walking bucket. Fun to play in 2K. 2K13, um, baby. Carmel Anthony, you a legend, baby. NBA 2K13, I don't miss. And I'm guaranteed to get 40 points with my boy. With Melo? With Melo, 2K13, right. guaranteed. I don't care if I got to shoot 30 shots. We're going to be 22 for 30. That's very Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> That's very exactly Mello-like, how Melo right? play. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go to the hotline. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Doug give us the hotline. Questions, comments, concerns. You can find us. Uh, send us anything you want. Uh, anytime, anywhere. You can send us on YouTube. You can send us on Twitter. Facebook. You can send us on Twitter, yeah, tweeted us on Twitter. Came from. <laughs> we have the hotline, the literal hotline, 773-273-9088 to give us a call, yep. leave us a message. Uh, what do we got, Doug? Bryson Philly wants to know, Boston, still a legit team? You're really talking trash. That's really a facetious question. Are they, they still legit? He is <laughs> from he Philly, knows. keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, is it offensive then if we say they're not legit? Because they beat the 76ers. <laughs> yeah, they did beat the Sixers. The Sixers got beat you by know, a non-legit I'm, team? I'm pretty confident that Bryce roots for the Pistons and not the Sixers. Oh, that's even worse. Fifth pick Pistons over so, here. Right. But however, I will say this. No, Boston's not legit. And I don't know if they need to go back to the drawing board and, we, and re- figure out that same question we asked last week about yeah. Tatum and Brown and if it's working because just like their comments in the media like I don't really I don't really like what they're what they say post game especially Jalen Brown like Jalen Brown he kind of talks a little feisty he's like yeah he's well, really got to point fingers but he's one like <laughs> not the point Look fingers in the mirror, my but, guy. but it's like I don't yeah it's it's rough over there it's definitely a rough situation I think for personality wise like I don't know if they can keep it together over there Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown I don't know it's fishy what else we got? Next one. It is Alex in Michigan talking about Nuggets. Denver Nuggets simply cannot miss a shot. So I'll ask this you is- this. What, if anything, can stop the Nuggets? What say you? All right. I think I could try to answer this, Ben. Okay. This is my defensive strategy going into game four. <laughs> All right. This is what I would do okay. if I was Darvin Ham. All right. Like, I would start the game out with Rui Hashimura. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Austin Reeves, and not Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> so D'Angelo Russell or Jared Vanderbilt. More than likely Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt too. Yeah, he's like, good. I need him to start just so you can have a big enough defender, a wing defender type 
to be able to guard and and contain yeah. Jamal Murray. Just make it harder and tougher for him. Granted, we've seen him make a lot of tough shots in these last two games, like a lot of them, especially going after that 30 ball in the first half. Like he made some tough baskets, but yeah. just make it more and more and more difficult for him to get these shots off and make him work on a defensive end. Like don't allow him to just sit in the corner. You make sure he's being a part of these screening roles. He's getting switched on for LeBron James so LeBron James can have that mismatch. You know, those sort of things is what I'm looking for in game four from Darvin Ham. It's less Dennis, less of the bromance. Because I told I told Dougie Fresh about the bromance as it relates to Dennis Schroeder and Darvin yeah. Ham in their Atlanta days. So I'm hoping that can all change. We'll see. There's really no strategy for the boy Nikola Jokic. He's a center guard. Yeah, he's going to get his. <laughs> he's going to get his. I, I don't know if. Yeah, the only thing that honestly, my answer to what can stop the Nuggets is the Nuggets. And we've seen this in the regular season. They'll go scoreless for a quarter. They'll just stop scoring and they'll stop defending. They'll just mentally collapse and physically not be able to make shots. We haven't seen that in the past three or four games. Like this is some of probably the best basketball I have seen the Nuggets play in their entire careers of this little core that they have with Murray and Porter and and Jokic. But there will be times that I have seen where they just collapse for a quarter and they game they, one, they, go, they, they lose like a 20 it. to 2 run. Yes, like they nearly lost. It's so crazy, Doug, because they literally almost lost game 1 and game 2 only to look superb in game 3. Yep. Like and granted, your boy, your doughy son, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists in game 1 was chef kiss. It Amazing. Was. And they still almost lost the game. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a weird team. So hopefully they they're focused. It seems like they're really on top of things. They know what they're doing. They don't go through those stretches where they can't score. But the only thing to me that can stop the Nuggets at this point is is the Nuggets. Is the Nuggets poor shooting? So that's going to conclude this edition of the Points in the Paint podcast. When we return next week, hopefully we still are in the conference finals. But that's highly unlikely as we conclude this edition. We want to pre- I want to shout out my man's Dougie Fresh because we appreciate him so much for holding it down and getting in on that hotline too. We appreciate you, buddy. Ben Witherstein, that's my guy. He's sitting next to me. You know how we do every week. You can make sure you follow our handles too, respectively, of course. Got to mention that. But catch this podcast every week. Make sure you follow at Points Paint wherever you get your social handles, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Twitter, even on TikTok. You'll see these love faces we'll be dropping youtube clips as well and you will hear from us next week